He's like, can I ask you a question? I said, sure. He goes, what, what is with this machine? It's a, the pen on the kid's got good legs and everything. He goes, I've never used it. I'm like, no one does. It sucks. Yeah. Don't use it. You'll hate it. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 87 of It's Just Bodybuilding. Of course, Dusty Hanchon, myself, Ron Partlow. And on today's show, we got a bunch of Instagram questions for you. And, uh, you know, an open look into our lives on It's Just Bodybuilding. There you go, Dusty. How's like that for that. an intro? I like trying that. to make us, trying to make us sound welcoming on that one. But you know what threw me off, I, and I'm, I'm, I'm concerned. You dropped the big. You, you just were Ron Parlo. Well, I wanted Are to you, experiment with it because you don't have an extra word. Okay, I was, I was gonna say because you know just because you're riding BMX doesn't mean I want you dropping the big. No, 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 no. You're still two hundred and fifty pounds. I just skipped it today. <laughs> I, you know, maybe if I would have said your middle name. That's three three words, and then I could have added the big on mine. It would have flowed. I was just just playing with it, Dusty. You could throw any word in front of me that you think is accurate, and people might have some fun with it. You know, I have I have a small bit of poet in me. Comes like out once this. in a while. Like Every now and then, it comes through. Um, remember, like, share, subscribe, ring the bell, comment, and remember uh, to spread the word that. There's no more advice is radio for the audio. It's uh, Think Big on YouTube like it's been, but it's also the Think Big Bodybuilding on all the RSS and audio feeds. So if you're on Spotify, it's Think Big Bodybuilding, you know, all that stuff. So uh, if you can't find the audio, that's why. So um, Think Big Bodybuilding. Right, Dusty? Seems simple enough. I like the name better anyways. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Me you know too. who used to you know who used to do that was uh, I don't even know you know if you know this is but uh, the natural bodybuilder Skip Lacour yeah he yeah. used to do the think big was his he wrote a book called that oh yeah I remember fun that. fact yes I have yeah. it. I see the cover of it in my head actually <laughs> that's funny you have seen that was that was the first seminar I ever went to was him that, and I uh, totally dug it and I and I credit him to a lot of the simplistic uh, mindset I have because he was all about Eat your fucking food, eat your fucking food, eat your fucking food. You know what he I mean? Was a, he was a Gold's Venice legend. Was he really? See, I didn't know that. that yeah, was... I thought, didn't Skip LaCour train at Gold's Venice? I have no idea. Oh, I literally shit. have no idea. I met him yeah, here. I, yeah, I thought he was one of those guys for a long time. But, you know, that was the magazine era. It kind of made us feel like they all lived and trained there. Because right. that's where the pictures came from. That's where the pictures came from, <laughs> right? So you read the article, you see the pictures, you're like, oh, it's Gold's Venice. It must be where he lives. He lives Meanwhile, in he's in like Des Moines, Iowa. You know, yeah. exactly. <laughs> he was there for three days. He shot yeah, every yeah. body part. A year ago. A year. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I, I, that's uh, the one thing I think a lot of people don't realize is with the old magazines. <clears throat> I stopped doing shoots uh, the very first year I started them unless I could control the content. Because they would have me like, okay, now do this. I'm like, I would never, ever do that. Yeah. yeah, but it's, it's, yeah. For the, it's for the it's for the, the article. I'm like. But I wouldn't do that. Yeah, I did one <laughs> shoot like that, and I was yeah, like, I did too. I don't want to do another shoot like that. I did a shoot where they're like, okay, you know, hold the dumbbell, hold the dumbbell, and I'm like, I wouldn't do this exercise. And they're like, yeah, it's an arm training article. Remember, we actually did two of those because one time with mutants, yeah. someone tried to pull that shit with us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was video though, wasn't it? Yeah. It was video that went over just about as well. <laughs> yeah. We wound up getting it done our way, Dusty. 
Yeah. Well, t- tell them why you're taking the wide grip. Because my fucking shoulders are too wide. Is that the answer you're looking for? I can't reach the narrow one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, that's not why. I'm like, no, that is why. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> funny. It's funny. That's precisely why. <laughs> I know. I did a shoot one time. It was, uh, you know, just holding the deadlift bar and all that sort of stuff. And, you know, it's it's one thing if, like, I remember we did a shoot where you had your hacked up T-shirt on. Mm-hmm. And you actually like we put some weight on and you were like you were pulling like singles, I think, just to get Mm -hmm. good photos. Yeah. You know what I mean? But we weren't but we weren't like holding the bar two inches off the ground and pausing for photos. Yeah. I felt bad for the photographer because they literally had me pulling 600 pounds one time many times. Yeah. But he, he had to catch that shot. Yeah, yeah. One yeah. rep, and they were normal reps, so it was a full speed thing. The only thing we did that shoot that I remember, because I kept fucking it up, was uh, they wanted me to slam the bar down when I was done. Right. And I, I don't do that, so I literally multiple reps I forgot, and I put it you down. Like put it down. <laughs> I was all ginger, and she's like, "Hey, dumbass! I only asked for one thing. Right. I, I need, bar. I need the visual. <laughs> I need the impact." Because it was remember that there was a video shoot happening at the same time, and I, I literally I thought I thought she was gonna smack me. She's like, "You can't possibly be this dumb. That's I funny. just need you to drop the bar." That's <laughs> I'm funny. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I keep yeah. forgetting. Yeah. So how's life, man? What's going on in uh, in Vancouver-ish? Well, we're like I don't know I don't know the scoop on everybody, but it seems like we're like the only province. I guess Saskatchewan still has their gyms open. But yeah, it's uh, Canada's having a real shit time right now with all this stuff. There's a whole bunch of places closed. They're doing crazy curfew in Ontario. You have to be home by 8 p.m. or something like that. And then the premier, who's just a, it's just a disaster out there, he said, oh, we're going to extend the powers of the police to pull you over and check your reasoning for being out of your house. Like they don't need a reason to pull you over anymore. That is and, the reason because uh, you're out. Yeah, that's enough reason. Like, we're going to allow them to do this. And then all the police, it was 36 out of 49 police agencies in the province, immediately right. tweeted out on their Twitter, yeah, we will not be doing that. Yeah, yeah. we do not have the manpower to just be well, fucking pulling you over. They're actually saying we don't have, like, that's, 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 like, there's a lot of stuff with mandates, but that's actually just plain illegal. Nice. Like, that's good. Like, we're not, we're not doing that. No one has to worry about us pulling them over for no reason. If you're speeding... Or you run a stop sign, then you're getting pulled over yeah, and you might ask you why you're breaking the law. Yeah, exactly. Right. right. And there's a curfew, so you might get a ticket for being out if you don't have a good reason. Right. But we're not just pulling anybody. That's fucking, we're not stopping people on the street. That's not going to happen. So they all, they came out and said that on Twitter. So it's like, just makes the, the premier of the province look like a fucking idiot. You would you know? think you would run that by. Like, if I'm controlling a lot of little things, I'd at least be like, hey, guys. This is what I'm thinking about doing. Are you going to back me or no? Because if they're like, no, fuck you, then I'm not going to say that. Yeah, like you're the police chief. You're eating breakfast that morning and he's on the ra- on the news and you're like, no. <laughs> That's not <laughs> happening. <laughs> That's a cute idea. Not fucking happening. Yeah. I am going to get Dusty Handshot to come to your house and beat you up. And you're sitting at home <laughs> eating like. I got no problem with that guy. <laughs> I'm not fucking doing this. Yeah. So just a bunch of crazy shit like that, you know, and uh do you yeah, think that there's a chance <clears throat> that Canada felt like, wait a minute, those fucking U.S. people really showed us up being stupid. We got to try to beat them. So you guys started doing stupid shit because, you know, we had like a good six months where we were just doing dumb shit every day and you guys were confused. Uh, 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, well. It's slow. My back. My back. You're back. You're back. You're back. You're back. Froze for a sec. Um, I think that Canadians got really cocky because like Canada was doing good and the States was a disaster because of Trump. Right. Right. And then, uh, and then, you know, now places in shutting down third lockdown, closing gyms and, yeah. you know, you guys got States that are open and a bunch of stuff going on. So I think a lot of people, you know, yeah. feel and look a little stupid right now. It's a little backwards. I, I, it's funny. I'm here and, uh, I forget because like we, number one, I haven't been doing anything for months, but we opened, like I told you a couple episodes ago. Yeah. And, uh, the only thing that's changed, which I have no issue with is, uh, places are welcome to uphold their own rules. Yeah. Um, you know, so you, you can require a mandate in your gym if you want to, <clears throat> or in your place of business. And that's perfectly fine. And I have no issue with that. Um, I just won't go there. So, yeah. you know, yeah, exactly. which is, which I think is totally cool. And a lot of places here, I, I also like, which I think is smart. If I, if I still own my business, I would actually hang up the thing that says, um, suggested. And the only reason I said is because I'd be more concerned of the people who want to wear a mask feeling like they shouldn't like, right. Because right. a guy like me doesn't give a shit. I see suggested I keep moving. I'm like, yeah, I'm not wearing a mask, yeah. but I don't want people who want to, to feel like, oh, I shouldn't go here and spend my money. You know what I mean? Right, so right. a lot of the businesses that I frequent on the regular have a sign that says suggested or welcomed. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then a few of them exactly. are still upholding, you know, like there's a, there's a Thai place I go to. I've went for 26 years, literally. And I walked in the other day. It's about a six foot walk to the counter. And I could see my food that I had ordered. And she was like, you have a mask? I'm like, nope, but I just need the food. And she was like, yeah, okay, we're still having to do the mask. I said, okay, do you want me to buy the food or no? And she's like, what do you mean? I go, no problem. I won't come back after this, but I need to know if I should leave now or if you want the 70 bucks. Right. You know, like, Good for you. very simple. And then moving forward, like I have no issue with it too, though. Like you're see, welcome to do that. I'm just not going to exactly, come in anymore. That's all I'm about. Free choice. Yeah, no, and that's how Run I feel. Run your business like, however you want. Yeah, you that, can be a cunt no if you want. That. You can yeah. force people to do shit. You can force people to wear purple pants if you want. I don't yeah. care. Yeah, that's how I look at it. Like, I wouldn't even mad. I'm like, cool. Uh, when this stops, I'll be back. I, I still love your restaurant. I right. don't want to do that. And yeah. it's ridiculous. I'm walking right. in literally grabbing a bag of food and walking out the door. No, I don't want to do that. You know, yeah. so, and it's funny because the Starbucks I go to, you know, Starbucks is very democratically owned uh yes. so the place i go to they bring it to my car i pre-order on my phone all the time when i pull up they just walk it out I'm yeah like, I, I don't really want to do this so like oh no problem we'll bring it out to you i tip yeah, the kid cool. every day we yeah, that's cool. everyone's a winner he makes a little extra cash i don't get out of my car i'm happy yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> but yeah no. so it's 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 definitely nice here uh i went to where the hell did i go fort lauderdale <clears throat> in florida everyone said was open apparently it's depends on where you are they were nazis there it was fucking unreal. Really? Yeah. I went into places. I mean, and it's funny because I thought the whole state was open. I thought they were more uh, quicker along than us. Everywhere we went, there was, you know, you want to go in, do you have your mask? I'm like, fuck. Sure. But but it's but it's technically not mandated by the government. It's the businesses that are no, choosing I, to do no, it. No, I think that city, because it was oh, everywhere. That there city. Was, oh. There was nowhere that we went. Oh, okay. That wasn't that way. And I was, I, 
I wouldn't have cared, but I was I was actually blindsided because I, I had heard that Florida was open. And I mean, I'm talking grocery stores everywhere. That's I probably went. state laws. Like there's no state law about it. It's probably local. Yeah, it had to be. It had to be. It was super weird because I wasn't prepared. Um, and like you said, I have no issue with some things like what? I mean, I shouldn't say I don't have no issue, but it is what it is. Like if I get on an airplane, I understand. Right. This sucks. But if I want to fly, then just don't fucking fly. You know what I mean? But I was blindsided because I didn't know that about there. And I'm like, oh, I would have picked Miami. I was on vacation. I didn't have to come here. Right, right. Fuck. You know? Okay. <laughs> I, I would have just spent my money somewhere else. But, uh, you know, it was all good. But, yeah, it was definitely shocking because I thought <laughs> it was statewide. Um, right. But they're trying to do that here, too. Like Tempe wants to bring in the mask rules again, uh, which is a city in Arizona. But they're, they're not enforcing it. Like right. they're strongly suggesting to businesses that they do that kind of, which means down the line they'll enforce it because, of course, all the businesses are like, oh, okay, well, we're just not going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it'd be like if I said to you, you know, Ron, I really think you should, you know, start wearing your shirt backwards every day. You're like, oh, okay. No. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So very similar. But, uh, but yeah, all good. Uh, the only thing going on here currently that's not my favorite is I don't have allergies. And I got hit by allergies like two days ago. And I was like, fuck, this is why people hate these things. Right. Like, I have no idea what happened. We didn't have like a change in temperature, wind, nothing. I woke up in the middle of the night like someone was, you know, squeezing my head in a vice. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this sucks. People are right. I don't like this. But are you uh, sure you don't <clears throat> have the COVID? I probably do. I probably do. Um, <laughs> actually, I got to say, if this was COVID, I'd be like, you guys are pussies. This is no big take, deal. <laughs> take some take some allergy meds. And if they help, then it's not COVID. Yeah, well, that's what I did. I had to take <laughs> allergy meds, which is funny because then I find out that, you know, the, I take the one the first night and I didn't look at it. It's allergy, cold and sinus, perfect. Pop this. I'm like, I feel good. And then that night, I'm like, man, I'm really not tired i'm like oh it's all the pseudoephedrine that was in there yeah you have 25 gigs of ephedrine system yeah it's hard to sleep on that buddy <laughs> take that shit at 11 p.m because i just oh, want yeah, to make supposed, <clears throat> supposed to take the blue one at 11 p.m the nighttime formula oh, dude it was so funny i'm like oh well i don't sleep anyways it's fine the oh, dogs wow. are like what the fuck's going on this is worse than usual <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're going yeah. to the park it's midnight let's do this <laughs> no well that's that's uh yeah that's something you don't want to do i uh I took a microdose mushroom tab yesterday. What'd you think? I didn't you notice felt. anything. No, you, gotta I didn't do notice. you gotta do it repetitively. So I get the chocolates, you know, and each oh, bar okay. is three and a half grams. And they're like a Hershey. They're all broken up. So now I just take one half of those every day, one half of the little bar, like a Hershey's cube. Right. Um and I don't how many milligrams is that of psilocybin? Would that be? So it's three point be 3.5 grams divided by 12. So a 12th so of that. 3,500 divided by 12. Yeah. So okay. whatever that number is, I do that every day. I don't feel it, but it does help me not want to beat people to death. Oh, that's that's always helpful. Yeah. I mean, I don't do that, but I do feel it a lot on the daily. How much is so that? That's, that's 292 milligrams of psilocybin. Yeah. <sighs> Right. So it'd be like one, just over a quarter of a gram. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I, I wasn't sure. I took a 150 milligram capsule. You know, what I took is would be a lot for most people, but I use it every day. So it's good for me. 
I don't, but I don't see the effects. Whereas when I, once a month I do three and a half grams all at once. Oh, okay. That's awesome. Oh, wow. It's been a long time for me. No, I oh. just took the one cap and I was like, you know, a couple hours later, I was like, oh yeah, I forgot I took that cap. I guess I didn't feel anything. That's the so, point. You shouldn't. Like if you're doing, right. if you're microdosing correctly, you don't even know you're doing it, but yeah. you might just notice, because for me, it's just, you know, I mean, you've been enough around me. Little things make me irritated. I'm like, <laughs> I'm doing that. It just, it, <laughs> you are easily my most irritated yeah. friend. <laughs> yeah. So it numbs that. So I'm safer in the gym from giving the look that I give all the time. Like, I would I'd be I know, fearful I if someone look. filmed me the entire time because there'd be so much of. Yeah. You can't hide it. You're very bad at hiding it. You have other skills, Dusty, but hiding your annoyance. <laughs> that, that, is, that is not is, one of them. It's <laughs> something you've just never, never really shared. Maybe, shared maybe because I followed up with a, what the fuck was that? Out loud. Yeah, that might be an issue, too. Yeah. And then, of course, it's always funny when I notice someone gets to the end of their of your threshold because you go over to them and you go, let me talk to you for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to know what's great? And then you, you walk off to the side with them and you lean on something. And you have a little conversation with them, and I can tell that it's not going to happen again. I have to tell you a funny story about that. <clears throat> with not that I've seen you do that three or four <clears throat> yeah, times. Never, never. So Aceto <clears throat> and I are having a conversation in uh, Tampa a couple years ago, just talking. I don't even know if we were talking bodybuilding, maybe a little bit, you know. And this kid comes over and just joins the conversation. Right. And we're like, that's fine, I guess. But he keeps saying dumb things. And he says something like, well, you know, I mean, it's a science. And Chris, of course, goes, I don't like science. I like results. So that was like strike one. And I'm like, oh, boy. And he was annoying me. And finally, I'll, I'll never forget, all calmly, Chris goes, hey, uh, could you uh, stop talking? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit. Chris, Chris told me a hilarious story one time. He he got on an airplane. It was mm-hmm. on his way home from one of my shows. Okay. I go, how was the trip? And he's like, oh, as soon as I got on the airplane, this guy sat beside me and just wanted to talk. And I I had my I was so fucked. I just had my head on the window, and I just had to look at him like as the plane was taking off. And I was like, can you not speak to me at all? <laughs> at all. I love the toss of the at all. And the guy was like, oh. And then Chris just went back to sleep. He slept the whole flight. It's hey, so funny. If anyone's ever worked with Chris, he knows that four days equals a good 17 minutes of naps per day. Right. And that is the end. I mean, I used to wake him up uh, to go look at me real quick. And I would knock on his door. He'd be on top of his bed, all of his clothes on, sit up, run you through the shots, hair a mess. And he's like, fuck, you look good. Can I get a coffee? He, he, co- <laughs> he, he combs his hair the way Jordan Peters does when he's at shows. I'm out and buying my headband now that I know how that works. That's funny. That was, that was the greatest part of our entire show. I don't care what anybody else says. The only value was when you were like, oh, you combed your hair. He's like, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. I'm fooling you. <laughs> we got. Uh, I want to thank everybody for the feedback on that one. That one went over really well. Everyone seemed to like it. And... Uh, you know, got a lot of views and Jordan really had a good time, you know, message him after and all that. So, um, yeah. What's your feedback on that? Uh, feedback of course was phenomenal, but, uh, I had no less than 10 people request, uh, that we bring on, how do I say her name? Corinne? Corin? Yeah. Yeah. Corin. Yeah. Corin. Uh, so I, I, uh, posted asking her 
And she said if she gets the Olympia qualification is the only way she'll feel qualified to do this show. And I'm like, well, that's bullshit. None of us are any nearly as good as you, but okay. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, so I'd love to have her on. Oh, I would too. I haven't I mean slightly intimidated because yeah. she's not only a better bodybuilder than all of us, but also stronger, which sucks. So I yeah, kind of hurt my funny, soul. Eh? Like that's the only thing I have in this world is that I'm strong and I'm like, but not as strong. Like, as oh, strong. she's only doing four plates. Oh, those are skinny plates. Oh, she's nine plates. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And, and then I, I then you do the math. I'm like, oh, yeah. So yeah, I would I would be using five yeah, or six. So that's me nine. deadlifting a thousand pounds. Oh, okay, I can't yeah, do that's that. Funny. <laughs> no. So, but no, I would I, love to because he also said. I mean, he tells me all the time, off uh, record that she he thinks she's a better coach than him too she's like his her clients are fucking nuts well that's awesome <clears throat> so well, I imagine I, she gets a very her. i imagine she gets a very hardcore clientele well yeah because she's also she doesn't even understand yeah. weakness like I, I love when he posted about that because he put up one time she, somebody asked him um uh dumbest something like dumbest question you've ever been at or corinne's ever been asked uh, and, uh, he said, it's not, he said, not a question, but I don't suggest anyone ever use the word flat in front of her. Right. <laughs> like, that's does not get you a good answer during prep. If you say, well, I'm flat, that's not going to go well for you. I, I, I think that people need to jettison the word flat from their vocabulary 95% of the time. Oh yeah. And they, it's, it, I just want most people to know that when you say, oh, I'm flat, and you show someone your pictures, chances are they think you sound like an idiot. You're probably when, not flat. when a client tells me they're flat, probably not. Yeah. what I hear is I'm hungry. Yeah, and also what I hear is, oh, the diet's kicking in. Okay, yeah. that's good. Let's yeah, do this it, for You months. don't look any different. Let's most do this for months. Plus, you can be a pancake the whole prep. I don't care. Well, you know, that's the thing is if you said to someone straight up in the beginning – do you prefer we look really good during the prep or the day of the show? <laughs> that's like that's that's not a hard answer, but for right. some reason during prep they're like I'm flat. I'm like I don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your hair's messy too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you don't have a you tan should, on. Yeah, you should shave. Um, yeah, <laughs> and you're not done dieting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and you're still fat because All you're not stuff. supposed to be ready yet. So I I wanted to bring something up. I was very impressed, and I think maybe this will help our case. You know how we haven't been able to get Dante on the show yet because he doesn't really like to do stuff. Speaking, yes. He put a video up. No, he can do videos though. It's different. I know, but I just I still he think he did a whole series with me for yeah. Five I just hours. But this was all on his own, right? Doing the incline press and uh, doing the exercises and stuff. And I thought, man, is he getting out of his shell? We should throw him another note. You're throw him another false confidence. I, I will keep asking him though. We, you know, what's funny. So you know this just like with Chris. So Dante, well, remind talk, him that remind him that it's pre-recorded. That's the thing. We can throw it away. I mean, we won't. We'll lie to you, but um, we just won't let you see that we post it. But <laughs> but yeah, no, we talk every day, and I laugh because we never talk about bodybuilding. Yeah, like everything is investments, because like, he's helping me a ton with different things. So it's like I laughed. I'm like, I wonder when's the last time we spoke about bodybuilding. And then today he messaged me some uh, some training things to look at. I was like, oh sweet, finally. We're back to this again. We always talk about blood work. He yeah. always sends me. He always sends me like, look at this, and it'll be like this terrible blood work. I've stopped then, sending him my blood work because he laughs at me because I want it perfect, and he's like, right. He's like, you're fine. 
It's fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will I will say though, I, I think I forgot to mention this on the last show. My blood work was good. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are a couple of things I wanted to be better. Like for example, my HDL was 1.00. And the lowest that you want it is 1.00. If it's 0.99, it's low. Yeah, no, I know what you're So I was in range, but I wanted it to be better. And then there was uh but what is what about your diet is having you short then you're just not getting enough? Sorry? What what about your diet is well, that? nothing. Then? It's just like just how my body sits. He said my diet's fine, but he he added some supplements a while ago. He's like this might raise it. And I was like, "Okay." And then right. I got my blood work back and it's 132. Now you're happy. I'm like, "Oh, now it's up." Thanks. Yeah, and he's like, "Yeah, no problem. That works every time." You know, 70% so, time works 100% time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, oh. So, so that, that just, it, there's just been so many times when, you know, I know Dante's not a doctor, you know, and all that stuff, but man, the results are crazy. Like, he has single, he has manipulated a single thing on my blood work with supplements. Like, I'll be like, oh, my GFR is 70. I think I want it higher than that. He's like, oh, I'll do this, this, this. Next blood work, my GFR is 93. No, he's done that. When I was going to a guy locally, he fucking um, knows what he's talking about. It's crazy. Oh no, I, 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 so the guy I was seeing locally, um, who's an endo, uh, I told him some of the things we were doing, and he's like, I've never heard of that. Yeah, like so, I don't give a shit that that he's not a doctor because literally, because so he he had on multiple on a couple occasions asked me, what'd you change? And then I tell him what Dante had me do, whether it was supplements. Uh, I do a lot of flax seeds actually now. Um, and that was something he was like, oh. Yeah, so I told my doctor I was taking quite uh, three grams of astrologus a day for like the last year. Right, which is awesome. And like, like my numbers are almost past blood work. I only mentioned a few, but like they're all great. Like I have right. like, this is possibly the best blood work I've ever had in right. like a long time. And uh and I said, oh, I'm taking a bunch of astrologists. And my doctor, who's who's got a hormone clinic upstairs, he's a really smart guy. Yeah. He's like a good doctor, you know. He goes, oh, yeah, I've been hearing there's like some value in that. So he, it's like he's <laughs> just – he's way ahead of the other doctors. He's got like, yeah. you know, the clinics and stuff. And he's just getting on this stuff. Yeah, which we've been doing for years. And, and Dante's <laughs> like, you know, years, years deep with hundreds of people that have turned their numbers around on their blood work and stuff. So and uh, also I have to mention I had a, a good friend of mine um, who sent me his blood work a couple months ago. And and while well, like it was like six months ago now and his kidney numbers weren't good, like mm-hmm. his, crat, his creatinine was high, his GFR was under 60. It was like 58. And uh, there was just a few things on there that were like, oh. This is that's sharply off. Need to look at this, right? So I sent uh, his blood work to Dante, who replied same day with like a list like this. Mm -hmm. Didn't charge a thing. I sent it off to my buddy. I was like, give this a go and do this. Yeah, yeah, trust me. (laughs) He did it, and he got blood work again, and it was like I can't remember if it was like marginally better. And then a few more months went by. He got blood work again. Everything's in range. You know what the problem is too that that uh, that that Dante switched with me. Even though I worked with him um, prior <laughs> to this, was I used to do my blood work eight weeks after cycles when things were drastically on right, the way to just better. Doing them normal, um, yeah. And you just want to just do so. Them so now I do them in the in the heart of it. Like, okay, where am I at when I'm at my worst? 
Yeah. And that's the numbers you want to see, particularly if you're, I mean, I blast and cruise. So I'm on during prep. I'm on the whole time, but even like in this, this next plan of mine, I'll be on for the majority of six months, Yeah, you know, on and off, but more time on than off. <clears throat> it does me no good to know where I'm at when I'm off. I know no, where no, I'm I at know. when I'm shit. Yeah. Um, so I, I wish more people would do that. I do the same with my clients. They're like, okay, when should I do the blood work? I'm like, today. We got two more weeks in the cycle. Right. Tomorrow. Like, let's get to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So the only thing that I've questioned a little bit, which we haven't talked in, and I'd love to do live if we get them on, is another friend of mine, Will, who's literally a scientist. Um, he doesn't believe in changing anything. Like, you know, you don't train for three days before blood work and stuff like that. Because right. his answer to me is, How's that normal for you? You're never not training in three days. So wouldn't the most accurate blood work be right in the middle of training? And I'm like, there is something to be said for that. Even though I understand what it does to the numbers, I understand the bun and you know what I mean? But I see what he means. It's yeah. There's also though, it is also important to see, like, let's say you're training hard. Like if you smash legs and you go in and your CK levels like 1500. Right. So, Okay. You just smashed legs. That's probably why it's high. But you want to know if you took three days after that, what would it be? It then? is good to know that. Yeah, exactly. What would <laughs> like happen if you if take you take a week off training and it's still fifteen hundred? It's like, oh, yeah. Now you're yeah. fucked. That's very valid. Very valid. It's con- contrast, but you know, it, it also comes down. Some people have to pay for their blood work and stuff too, right? So there's also like, you know, they make sure they just spread it out evenly and get it done a few times a year. You know, make sure you're generally good. Yeah. Um, what what uh, what do you think of um, I, I I can't help but hope I is a little bit of a spark in this. But you see Holling's head on the inline skates. I did. I did. But I, I have a few things and this is going to hurt. This is going to hurt a little bit. Um, so, number one, I, I hate seeing it because he's not me. If I fall and hurt myself, nobody gives a fuck. And it doesn't alter my career. I'll, 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 I'll have a new story to paint on the internet and be good to go. It scares me to see some of his talent doing that. Um, uh, and then the other thing that's funny is uh, because he's getting back into it, his skating stride is terrible. So watching him skate hurts my soul. Because you're a hockey player. Yeah. But again, and rollerblading is different. I will say that. Yeah, but, yeah. But on the flip... His mobility blows my mind. Like the, yeah, the yeah. fact that he can even commit to those things this quickly, I'm like, damn. Because I mean, I think about everything I do. Like, if you right. said, like, even when I saw him fall, the first one he put up, I'm like, oh God, is he okay? Open. Okay, he's up. Okay, we're good. <laughs> I mean, I consider myself like this fragile little thing now. If I were to fall down, like, I don't know what would break, but. Some things right. I'm pretty sure would, right. you know, <clears throat> but yeah, no, it's, it's, it is cool to see though. And I am noticing more and more guys, you, I'm blaming you. You have started a trend. Well, I, I, I don't I, give a shit that you're I retired. Don't, I don't you need, started I, it. I'm not trying to take credit. I just wonder, I'm hoping there's a little bit of a spark there that caused a few people to get back on some stuff. I know there's like some normal Joe guys that have messaged me that are like, I'm 48 and I'm fucking building a skateboard because of you i've had a well, few guess what i mean and, and i'm not saying it's direct but i don't give a shit i believe it has a hint uh santi went out and bought hockey equipment again and he's playing okay. he's gonna start he moved to dallas he's gonna start playing hockey three nights a week as a way to do cardio now it's he already had made sure it was crystal clear it's a it's a no checking situation yeah but yeah. i'm like 
dude just randomly like I mean it's yeah and you know this it's kind of like you like you don't just go buy a little equipment he dropped a couple grand yeah he's gonna get good stuff yeah I got got I built like the best fucking bike I could build (laughs) yeah and see and and he hasn't played since he was 18 yeah you know but it's funny because I saw I saw him um I saw him he posted a video just stick handling in his uh living room and I'm like it's still there Oh yeah, you could see it. Like, like it's 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 rusty, but you could, it's still there. His his hands yeah. still know what to do. I was like, oh fuck, you know, I could definitely see this slowly starting to kick in, you know. But um, you know, it's funny is on the flip of what I just said about Hollingshead, I also think like live. Like it's funny because I have so many kids come up to me and they don't want to do anything because they're bodybuilding. Or, you know, I don't want to mess up my my bodybuilding career. And I'm like, it's a ballsy use of the word career. Yeah. <laughs> it's a pretty loose, loosely used word right there. Like, mm. I know. All I have to say is uh, from my own experience of getting back on the bike, um, Hollingshead just needs to make sure that he warms up really good, stretches out. Because I remember the night I tore my hamstring, I just went for like a quick ride in my parkade. I like didn't really warm up. I just yeah, wanted to go down. Like downstairs, just started riding. I just wanted to pull a few tricks that night because I didn't get to ride that day. I was like, ah, oh, fuck, let's go ride for like half an hour and I want to hurt myself. So just make sure you warm up, stretch out, you know, the hammies and the ductors and the calves and, you know, do some jumping jacks and make sure he's warmed up and he'll be fine. Um, another thing is his strength. You know, he's such a durable, like, he's not a dainty body. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. He's like bone density, tendon thickness. Like, you could just see there's probably just a DEXA scan dream there if you were to look at everything on him, right? So he's pretty durable when it comes to just falling down from, like, standing height. As long as he doesn't start airing out and stuff, I think he should be okay. (laughs) Well, and the nice thing is, too, just like what you're doing, it's not explosive. Um, Right. Because I can tell you, so a few years ago, I was big, um, you know, like 240-ish or whatever, uh, in prep for a show. And I decided to start uh, doing bleachers again for cardio, which was fine. I did fine. And then I got the itch to do some sprints um, with some friends that were there. They're athletes. And I'm like, I know I'm faster than all of them. And they would have never guessed. Um, So we did like 40 yards and I smoked them twice and they were like jesus are you and i'm like yeah it's i mean i have fast twitch muscle i fast third time hamstring boom yeah like three steps in because the muscle is too strong it's just you know what i mean so it was funny because in my head i'm like oh i'm still an athlete like i was stunned actually i I knew i was faster i didn't realize it'd still be that fast and then when my hand went i'm like what am i thinking like, it's, these I, muscles I had, aren't made for that anymore. <laughs> I had a, a guy explain to me why hamstrings are such a injured area when it comes to bodybuilders sprinting. It's always a hamstring. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, he had kind of a neat explanation for it. He said, well, the primary, the primary function of a hamstring, if you think about what a human does to survive, uh-huh. the primary function is to decelerate the extension of the leg while you're running. Right. Right. So like, you know, it's really easy to curl your leg back to get your heel to your butt. Right. Right. That's an explosive snap. But then your quad extends your leg at maximum speed and the hamstrings job is to catch it. Right. So that you don't land with your knee hyperextended. Valid. Right. And then you blow your ACL or whatever the fuck you blow. Right. Right. So 
So the, the, the hamstring's goal is actually catching the front leg being extended. So it's, it's a deceleration function. And that's not how we train in the gym. We're lifting weights, lowering them under constant tension. We're not dropping them and catching them. Right. And that effectively would be something that you could train your hamstring to get better at. Right. Like, you know what I mean? So we, we, we try not to do that anymore. Yeah, we're we're constant tension, whereas it's actually like is no tension, and then it grabs it and stops your foot from going too far. So you just said the hamstring just operates a little differently under normal circumstances. So when we go to do something like run, we haven't been training that function at all. It's funny too because in your brain, as you're telling me this, it's it's not at all what my brain tells me happened. Do you know what I'm saying? And, it, and yeah. I now understand I'm wrong, but it's funny to look at because you're thinking it's because it's. I'm going, but it's actually because it can't stop my leg fast. <laughs> like, right. you know right. what I mean? That's, and it's what an happens interesting is, thought. Is as the leg extends and you plant your foot, that's when the injury starts to occur. It's it stop, and then all of a sudden you command the hamstring to yank you forward, and that's when it goes boom. You know? Yeah. So it's kind of like what what I what I get scared when guys are on like a preacher curl and you see them drop the negative yeah. and then pop. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh fuck, that's gonna yeah. stop doing that. <laughs> Like you're, you're daring that muscle to tear. So it's funny. Yeah. It makes perfect sense. But, uh, yeah, it was definitely a wake up. And I think about that less per se, but like for me in hockey, I think it would be the same or it'd probably be an adductor. I don't know how yeah. they fire in comparison, but I guess yeah. with a hockey stride, there's more quad glute involved mm -hmm. too. Oh, for with, sure. Cause with sprinting, you're kind of pulling yourself with your hamstring, you know? Yeah. It's not front and back. It's almost yeah. a 45 degree push, yeah. but, uh, but definitely fun to see all these guys doing it. And, and I'm, what I do like, as much as it scares me, is the exponential growth in his ability in like three days. Oh, yeah. Like, first, I just had to remember how to skate a little bit. Okay, <laughs> these are back under me. And then by like the third video he put up, or I was like. What's up that little back grind? Yeah, I yeah. mean, it was drastically better. I mean, I'm. Yeah. You know, and I know that, you know, kids that skate are probably like drastically better than my ass. But in comparison to what he was two days ago, it's like you could see it coming back. I saw your video, uh, I think it was last night that you posted, uh, when, or no, it was Sunday. Yeah. yeah. With uh, you nailed the trick you hadn't done since you were a kid, you know. But it's funny because yeah. I don't know the sport at all, but it literally in my brain looked perfect. I was like, God, that was so smooth. Yeah, it came off good. So the funny thing was, is I've been, I started trying that trick again, like a couple months ago mm -hmm. and I got over the top a few times. I had like one fall and then I like kind of bagged myself once. And then I had like, you know, big bruise on my adductor one time. I was like, Hey, I'm going to hold off on those for a little, Get a little close. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not good enough to do those yet. Like, cause you right. know, I used to do them all the time. So the temptation is there to keep trying them. So I put it away for a little while. And then, a, a, a you know, I, I guess a few months ago, well, about a month and a half ago, I started doing them at the end of every session. So I'd ride for like two hours and when there'd be like 15 minutes left, I'd be like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to try a few of those and just get comfortable trying them. And, um, you know, I had some close calls, but they just weren't happening. And then that night, um, I was riding and, Emily actually wanted to come and hang out because she had the dog and she had her computer and she's sitting on the lawn and drinking her Starbucks and she's just in heaven, you know, yeah, birds so chirping and shit. And I'm riding and uh, and I go, hey, you ready to go? And she's like, yeah, anytime you're ready. And I was like, OK, I'm just going to try this trick a couple times just because I haven't tried it today. 
and uh, landed. I think it was the fourth one. Right. And then I just threw my my bike in the truck and we left. <laughs> like, yeah, we're done. We're done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I always turn my camera on because I knew I was gonna pull it like randomly one of these right. days. So I set my camera up and the video was only like two minutes and thirty seconds long. So I like. Do <laughs> they went for it four times and called it a day? Yeah, nailed it like the fourth time. I was like, okay, fuck, awesome, finally, <clears throat> got it. But Going home with this victory. Yeah, I go home on a high note, you know. So. Yeah, see, I would have been, I, you know, it's funny because, of course, the whole time I was wondering, and now I'll be curious when you go back out is, will you, I almost feel like you'll definitely get it again. Yeah, that's how it works. Uh, <laughs> I'll probably I mean? nail it. I'll pro- how it works is you nail it once, and then the next time you ride, you make yourself get it one more time. Right. And then the next time you ride, maybe you get two, you know. Right. And, and you, you keep something you always get. Yeah, yeah, you know, so it's just kind of. And then once you can get it, I guess, like, I asked my buddy the other day, I go, what's, what do you consider wired? And he's like, five out of five. Right. You can do it five out of five times it's wired. You're ready to, like, throw it into a contest run or something, right? That's yeah, how they think. you would know you'd get it. Yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, oh, shit, that's tough. I don't, there's not a lot I can do five out of five times. <laughs> Yo, I can't do any of this five out of five. I got a few three out of fives and stuff. I can do a few of my, my, you know, like, but it's tough. Those guys are so consistent, you know. It's just like, it's just like anything. It's like doing a set of squats for 10 reps. How hard is that for you? You can yeah. do it 10 out of 10 times, right? You know. That, that video you put up of that guy that you said was like your favorite style blew my fucking mind. Yeah, he. I'm he sorry was, to people who don't watch Ron's shit. You should probably follow him on Instagram so I don't ruin your life, but it was impressive. Yeah. So he was, uh, he was like, that guy's a very fascinating individual. His name's Chase Gwynn, uh, Gwynn or Gwynn, it depends on how you say it. But uh, anyways, he's actually from Windsor, Ontario. And uh, there was a point in time where he was like the greatest flatlander on the planet. And he was like changing the game and doing stuff no one was doing and um, progressing. And it was like through the mid 90s. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was actually homeless during the period of time when he was like one of the greatest riders on earth. He is a very unique guy. He's not a Chosen normal dude. Y- yeah. I know in a weird way, he w- he was like locking himself in a shed under a skate park um, by the beach. And it was just t- a loaf of bread and his bike. And he was like sleeping on a fucking patio furniture mat set. Like, and he did that. He lived in Portugal homeless. He lived homeless in Europe for a while. All he had was his bike and he would ride eight hours a day and he was like reclusive and very, very unique guy. I've, I've mm-hmm. read some interviews with him and listened to some awesome interviews. He's really cool stories. But, you know, he's got near death experiences and some crazy shit that he saw traveling the world and no money to show for it now. Like just normal dude, you know, but he still rides every day. And and it's just a crazy story. But in the mid 90s period of time there, all those video clips of him are just so fucking nuts. So that's awesome. I, I love to read or, or see that stuff. I'm getting into that now um, of like uh, by like autobiographies and stuff like that with some of these guys. Uh, I just I just heard which I haven't started it yet, but uh, I guess Ketis is uh, book is is insane like his life Anthony, Anthony yeah well didn't he do one called scar tissue like 15 years ago yeah is that the one yeah i think so but okay. i guess it's supposed to be just like there his life from what i understand how he's not dead is amazing yeah <clears throat> and so uh i literally when i was on my trip 
Uh, that was actually something that uh, Nikki was like, oh, have you read this book? And I'm like, no. And now I have to. Like, she gave I've me a heard few it's really on it, and I was like, oh, shit, yeah. I got to read this shit. And also, I, I'm excited because uh, Brian Johnson, the singer from ACDC, mm-hmm. he's putting out a book called The Life of Brian. Oh, God. It's a take on the Monty Python movie title, yeah. right? It's yeah. The Life of Brian. And uh, so I'm really looking forward to reading that because he's such an interesting dude with the race car driving and, you know, being a singer in the ACDC for 40 fucking years and just like all the stories he must have. So I'm looking forward to reading. Rockstar books are, are good. There's there's a handful that I've been through that were were pretty good. You know, I like Rockstar documentaries, too. Well, I like yeah. it because a, a, with a lot of them, it's not all sunshine and rainbows. Like, no. I mean, that lifestyle will eat you up. Have, you, know? you should, you should uh, for those of you, I think it's on Amazon Prime, but there's one on Slash that I enjoyed. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like they interview all the people that kind of grew up around them. And like, it's a pretty cool story. Yeah, I, I read. I mean, it's so funny. It's so long ago. But like, I even remember when Rodman's book came out when he was still in his prime. Like, I was like, because I, I loved him as a kid. It makes right. sense that I grew up the way I did because he was he woke up. I mean, basically, the, a lot of people don't realize that that was always his personality, but he didn't know how to let it out. And literally, Madonna met him. Yep. And was like, oh, be you. And like unleashed him more or less. And yeah, then yeah. disappeared. I mean, she made him millions just by saying, oh, well, just fucking go off the deep end then. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah I do yeah. it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Have you heard, you know, Jim Jeffries, the Australian comedian? Yeah. Have you heard his story about his his wife? No. Oh, so it's his wife used to be a model. Right. And he's got a funny joke where he's like, my wife was a model, you know, and everyone's like, oh, and he goes, relax. I didn't get the model years. <laughs> I fucking love it. Hold up. Don't get ahead of yourselves. Because I got the later years. Like, you know, he said, but anyways, he's like, I guess one time his wife was just like casually telling him a story and he like starts putting stuff together in his head. And it turns out his wife was kind of friends with Madonna at one point because she was right. a model. And Madonna was living in got a house in Florida. Right. And she was Madonna was banging Rodman. So Rodman had a friend who played for the Heat. Right. And he was banging her. <laughs> and one night they like, took too many drugs and drank too much booze and had like a four-way. Right. So Jim's, Jim's like, imagine me trying to put this together after I've already <laughs> married her or whatever. You know what I mean? It was just oh so God. funny. But yeah, it's in one of his stand-up specials off but it is fucking classic story <laughs> i love that a comedian's like this is a rough point in my life this is definitely a part of my uh, gig now we're, we're taking it there right now yeah That's you know i'm really I, i'm really looking forward to having stand-up comedy again i i have to admit how jealous i am i look at instagram and i see joe rogan doing stand-up shows in austin with dave Chappelle, mm-hmm. and i'm just like what the fuck you know i had rogan tickets had you know Yep. <laughs> they got canceled, you know, like that sort of thing. So I, I'm really looking forward to having those shows back because uh, I think I said it before, but the last normal thing I did before COVID was I went and saw Bill Burr. So well, at least you went yeah. out on top. I mean, that's, yeah, yeah. that's one of the best you could have possibly seen, I think. Mm-hmm. So I what do you got? You got a lot of questions. I know you have a lot. I've got yeah, well, a I'm sure I do now since we spent another hour just talking about it. We always do this. I tell people and they don't understand. <clears throat> They're like, 
you Why guys didn't you just, ask my question? No, they're like, you, you guys flow so well. I'm like, oh, we forget you guys are here. Ron and I are just yeah. having a conversation. You guys help us with material. And, and then I'm like, oh, f- oh, you guys watch this later? I That's still, awesome. <laughs> I still sort of assume every episode we do that doesn't have a guest, I still sort of assume that, that Scott's going to message us after and go, ah, that one didn't really come out good. I'm right, We can't post it. <laughs> you guys talked about nothing for two hours. It's a yeah. waste of our time. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's definitely a very inside look on exactly what uh, dinner at Earl's sounds like. Yes, exactly. You guys have not all had dinner at Earl's with us now. Except no, with, do. when we eat together in person, there's a lot more of like, hey, watch this. And where you actually show each other our phone. <laughs> but I apparently have about 200 questions. So we should wow. get to work. I gave it three hours, Ron. And that was. Uh... Damn. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Yeah. Hey, what's going on, guys? Thanks for watching another podcast here at Think Big Bodybuilding Media. And thank you to our great sponsor, TrueNutrition.com, for making this all possible. TrueNutrition.com is owned by Dante Trudell, the creator of DC Training. He wanted to create a supplement company that offered high-quality third-party tested supplements at a fair price. High-quality protein powders, just about every type you could think of. Huge variety of flavors, plus health and performance supplements. Check them out, TrueNutrition.com. And hey, if you use our code ADVICES, you directly support our podcasting. Thanks, guys. Let's get back to the program. I I, I need to bring that down to an hour, I think. But anyways, so let's get these things popping. Okay, fire away. Ah, this is a great one to kick it off with. Ah, My client, Casey. Perfect. What's the biggest difference you see between local-level clients and national-level clients? Yours. Like, I'm, I'm assuming we're meaning... What gets one from one to the next? Uh, well, I guess I mean, it's hard to say. Um, I mean, obviously, they have more experience, so there's less, you know, less, <coughs> less simple questions, mm-hmm. right? Because they have more experience, they've done it more times. But it's, uh, you know, the mental approach to it. I mean, by the time you get to nationals, you kind of, you've either had your ass kicked already. Or you have won, so you know what it takes to win. So there's like one of those two have already occurred to you, mm-hmm. at least one of those two. And uh, it usually just changes your, you know, your mental approach a little bit, makes you a little bit more solid and locked in, you know? Yeah. You know how when you have like entry level clients doing their first show, like there's like all like a little bit more chaos usually in their mind. Yeah, I've found, and it's funny, and I'm going to be specific, and I don't really care if you realize who it is, um, is I've got a guy who's actually really talented, um, older guy, uh, but he wants to dream way too big right now. Like, I'll get the email out of nowhere that's like, you know, what do I got to do to turn pro? You know, I really want to make sure, and I'm like, no, no. Right. Uh, You have that plan? Yeah. Execute it every single day. Like, because that's, that's literally, I think what will get you to the highest level. Like, I'll be honest, I think not everybody, but a very, very high amount of numbered people can go compete at the national level and not get murdered. Um, I didn't say win, but not embarrass themselves. But the key to that is consistency over time. Like when I, when I won my first overall in 2008, I said to myself, I looked at the pro or the national level. I said, okay, I'm not there yet. And I put my head down for two years before I looked up. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think about it. I didn't. I just grinded and grinded and grinded. And then one day I looked at my pictures and I was like, oh, I'm one of them. Right. 
okay, now let's look at what a show is. You know what I mean? So I think the difference is consistency over time, obviously. Um, and then I think you plan for it. I knew what I wanted to do. Uh, I was not someone that saw the value in competing many, many times because I knew how to do it. I wasn't worried about committing to the diet. I didn't care if I was in shape. I didn't need titles. I needed to turn pro. Right. You know, so I literally, I did a show in 2008 and I did not do another one until I won junior nationals in 2010. Yeah. In fact, in hindsight, I didn't even qualify for that show. Yeah. I just jumped in. <laughs> I don't even know if I'm allowed to do that. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, that's, uh, that's definitely true. And, um, you know, I just told someone yesterday, I trained for seven years before I competed, you know? So you did, so, so you did do the same thing. You just did even more quietly than me. You trained right. as a bodybuilder. So when you started competing, you compete every year because it was time. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So when so, I first competed, I was terrible. And then I did a show two years later and I was decent. That was how yeah. I did it. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. You yeah, were cool. very good when you started competing. So that makes yeah. sense. Uh, okay. Go again. I, do you see a problem using Splenda in moderation during prep? No. Everyone knows my answer. <laughs> I didn't even know if I used like, moderation. No, just fucking, it's like a non-concern. Doesn't even cross my mind. Never cross my mind. The only time it would ever be an issue is when you find out that some client is drinking bottles of syrup and eating three packs of gum a day and drinking a gallon of diet soda and you're like oh you're upsetting your stomach with all this stuff but uh, as far as putting Splenda in your fucking coffee and using protein powder that has Splenda in it and like I don't know don't worry about that stuff yeah I'm the same I mean I'm, I'm using so the last couple of days when Chris pulls the water down the only thing I drink is coffee for my liquid um, cause I find that drinking anything cold, it's, I drink so much. It's hard to drink six ounces, eight ounces with a meal, but if it's hot coffee, it's easier for me, but I have a Splenda every single time with it. Yeah. So six times a day, I'm drinking a pack or two of Splenda the day before a show or the day of a show. Yeah. Uh, pretty simple. So yeah, I'm the same with you. Don't think about it. And like you said, if I have a client that's hit a wall, and I and I know in my soul that they're doing everything they're supposed to do, then I might start working backwards. Like, okay, what do I not know? Mm -hmm. And that, mm -hmm. like you said, that's when you find out, oh, you're using a half a bottle of it's not butter spray a day. Yeah, so that's yeah, yeah. 450 calories. Okay, that's a problem. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. But that's it. So. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Some, or do you want me to just keep popping? No, these that's, that's easy. Yeah, just keep firing. You're doing good. This is, this is awesome. It's so easy. Uh, oh, that's an interesting one. Why does my elbow hurt when squatting? Everyone says it's that my form is on point. What do I do for the pain? Well, there's something tight through the tricep or forearm. Yep. That's so he's got to work on some sort of f flexibility in the long head of the tricep. I would put, you know, the hand overhead, stretch the tricep out stuff. And then also he's got to do like, you know, get his get his wrist mobility better, try to loosen up the forearm, but it's, I'd say it's tricep slash forearm tightness, uh, in a squat position. He could also just like walk his fingers out one finger, you know, like you go a little, little bit, try a little bit wider grip or something. Yeah. Try that while you're handling the actual problem. That way you can keep squatting. Yeah. Uh, agreed a hundred percent. Uh, <laughs> Oh God, that's good shit. I, I like the ones that I don't need to ask, but they're funny. This guy says, uh, want to help me form a super army to fuck these shitty governments for closing the gyms? <laughs> We're already on it. Yeah. 
It's already been handled. Uh, oh, here's an interesting one. Does libido impact training progress? I hate when I don't have enough information. Um, no, fuck <laughs> your brains out. Enjoy life. You should have as much sex as you can possibly have there. I agree with that. I always like when people used to say that. They're like, oh, sex is bad for the legs. I'm like, I wouldn't know. They're like, oh, you don't have sex? I'm like, no, I don't not have sex. Yeah. I mean, yeah <laughs> just take, take whatever you can get at all times. Yeah. You might have a dry spell. I've heard of those. Never seen one, but I've heard you of them. You never know when a drought <clears throat> is coming, Dusty. Fuck your brains ah, out. Ah, here we go. I, I will also say that I I uh, I have had sex a few times between the morning show and the night show of a contest. Yeah, the only thing I'm thinking about the next situation is like the tan. I'm like, all right, let's just make sure we get this fixed. But that's yeah, cool. No, you just, my, you know, my, some doggy style involved. <laughs> you, know? you get creative. You get creative. Oh, yeah. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you go to the night show pretty relaxed, man. <laughs> You, know? you don't want to have all that pent up. You Take know, poses. It's like the rule on making on your face. You got all that, <laughs> all, all that, all the good, good uh, brain uh, chemistry going on. Just float in there. <laughs> you got to do something with that time. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually follow that logic. I do. Dries Ooh. you out a little bit. It does. <laughs> about, ten, about ten mils worth <laughs> sodium dropping. <laughs> all right. Uh, may have to have back surgery. Please tell me it's not the end of bodybuilding for me. Ronnie Coleman had back surgery in 1996. There you go. There's a piece of data I didn't even know. That's his first back surgery. That's where it all began. And then he won eight Olympias. So was it the end for him or no? I'm not, I'm not following. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. Did, he did okay after that surgery. Did okay. yeah. uh, you know what it is, truthfully, is it depends I don't on recommend. The- I don't recommend the other 20. Yeah, yeah. But that's where things one. fell apart. The one went which, well. Which, speaking of, and you know I had to do this because I sent it to you last night. The fucking, so Ronnie Coleman now, if you guys go to his Instagram, is offering a service, I'm going to call it, where he will do a voice note slash video note for you for your birthday or to pump you up before. Yeah, that's an app that there's all these celebs on. It's like the it's celeb app or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I puked in my mouth when I read that because here's where my brain went. Number one, he used the word small, what was a small fee of 300 fucking dollars to do this. Now, number one, I think my finances are well above average. $300 is not a small fee. I don't just toss 300 bucks out the window for shits and giggles. So that's asinine, but and I and you just said there's an app for it, so maybe a lot of people are doing it. But my brain immediately went to, if I'm ever that hard up for cash, that I'm thinking of using my past successes as a way to make 300 bucks for a note. Like I've made some fucking errors in life. Like I just don't. Literally, my heart sank because I'm telling you right now, Jay Cutler ain't ever going to do that ever. Right. I'll bet on it. He, he could, he could prove me wrong just to take my money. Like, I just can't imagine me being like, oh, fuck, don't forget I got to do those three videos for those guys. Like, I have people do it all the time. I mean, I'm not Ronnie and never will be, but someone will say at an event, you know this, hey, yeah, my yeah, boy couldn't yeah. make it. Can you say something for him real quick? Fuck yeah. You imagine, I'm like, yeah, absolutely, $300. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it was interesting, dude. I was I was a little surprised. I I need to look into it more because I know there is a I know that that app that he was talking about has a lot of like celebrity type people on it doing right. that stuff. But they also do that kind of stuff on OnlyFans. So it's a little weird. Yeah, I just don't get it. I mean, I, I mean, and again, it's a different 
mentality, I guess. But it just, as you know, I sent it to you. I sent it to Scott. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> this, I don't know why it bothered my soul so bad, but I'm like. No, I can see. I can see seemed, why. What I can see how you. T- yeah, I can see that. I can know, see that. It just I know, seemed just, like desperation to me more than a service. You know what right, I mean? Right. It just yeah, it makes odd. you wonder like who's who who suggested it to him. You know? Yeah. I don't know. And I mean, maybe he's perfectly fine. I mean, and he's just making some extra cash. But I guess I don't see that a ton different than a lot of other things that people consider bad uh, for for doing. You know, right. that, that they never lived down. And I'll tell you, which I'm sure you, I don't know if you clicked on the link, but the fans are tearing him up on it. Oh, no, I haven't looked. Yeah. So it might be gone by the time you look today. OK, uh, because literally they were like, are you fucking kidding me? Like a lot of people read it the same way I did. Okay. So either they all see it like me or they need to work on how they present it. Because I'm not exaggerating. Seventy percent, like every, you know, two out of three comments were not good. Okay. <laughs> Maybe even more so than that. So yeah, it was definitely uh a toucher. Okay. Yes, I did. Oh, that's nice. People are liking that. Go for it. What do you season your ground turkey with? Um, I use either highs seasoning salt mm-hmm. or uh Lowry's seasoning salt. Depends on whichever one they have at the supermarket. But those are my two favorites. And then I put some Frank's Red Hot Sauce in while I'm cooking it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, that's my favorite blend. Yeah. Mine's, mine's real basic, too. I, sometimes I'll make it like a taco. You just use taco seasoning um, is a go-to. Also, I'll use the uh, um, Sloppy Joe mix. And make I've it. never tried that stuff. And I actually make it a little runnier like you would with Sloppy Joe. Not runny, but a little more. It's I think it's actually really good. It makes it to the point where I'm like, fuck, that's decent. I'm tempted. Um, okay. Yeah. So I like these kind of questions we have. Oh, this is a good one. This is a good one. Do you ever negotiate your services for other services, bartering? Uh, like with your barber, he's asking me specifically. Oh. Uh, you? Uh, no. No, because – no. <laughs> i'm waiting for this now you're laughing so i'm like fuck where's this going i don't really like i don't really like want anything from anybody i don't know i i'm not i'm open to the idea like mm-hmm. like i'm open to the idea the concept but i just like to keep things clean where i just pay you for your thing mm-hmm. and then you just pay me for my thing yeah, no, I do the same. I don't trade. Uh, I can I see the benefits like taxes and there's all sorts of stuff. It was on a larger scale. Right. Like, hey, I'm going to buy $10,000 worth of your services and I have this $10,000 thing that you want. I would right. be totally in yeah, for that. Yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah, nothing. Then it feels like nothing happened. But no, to, to answer the question for what I do, because I think it's probably also the way they see with my presentation on the internet is uh, for, so for my barber, Courtney, um, I do her preps, but it's number one, it's, it's two different things. So I just don't like bartering. I don't like keeping track. Mm-hmm. I don't like keeping score. I charge more per month uh, than I use. Um, plus I factor in other things. Her business is younger than mine. I also overpay. So like on purpose, she argues with me every single time I pay her double what she charges because I want to, uh, that to me is, you know, like if I lived in 
where you are, I would pay for a membership even if you didn't want me to. Like, fuck off. Yeah. It's 50 bucks. I'm going to pay you. Um, the only time that that gets different is friends with businesses that are on my level where me promoting them is worth money. <clears throat> where they know that. Like, to have my name attached to marketing is worth money to them, then we can barter that part of it so they're not paying me directly. You know, right. so like when I had the dogs trained, I didn't pay full price, but I sold a lot of training for them. Right. You right. know, when I got my truck done just barely, I've, you know, with that uh, ceramic coating, I think he's gotten seven trucks out of me. Um, so we do that. But as far as payment, I'm with you. I just like it to keep it clean. I pay you, yeah. you pay me because she won't need my services and I'll still need hers. So we just keep going. You know, I mean, yeah, at some yeah, yeah. point she's not going to be in prep or she'll decide she's got the off season under control. Well, my beard is still a fucking mess. So help me out every week. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's exactly it. I just say I don't like keeping track of shit. Yeah. yeah. I, and I hate feeling like I owe someone that I struggle with. I would much rather if if someone has to be on the upside, but it's not a you know, you're not getting fucked. I'd rather that I gave a little too much because I feel weird if I owe. I'm like, yeah, like I saw, like there's all these little things that I've seen, like, like I've seen, you know, Emily, I've seen my girlfriend, you know, maybe there's a girl, I'll just make something up. So it makes sense. Like, oh, she does my nails. So I'm going to give her three sessions. Right. Or whatever. Two, se- I don't know what, whatever, two sessions. I don't know what the yeah, fuck yeah. nails are worth. But then the girl cancels one of the sessions because she yeah. can't make it because her kid's sick. So now does Emily over another session because that girl canceled like half hour before a session. Yeah. They get sticky then. She'd normally charge a client for the late cancel. She'd ding her a session or a half a session or do something. Yeah. But now this girl doesn't actually have any money into her. So should, does she have to give her another session? Like there's all those little things and now you got to keep track and it's just, I fucking hate that stuff. Give me 50 bucks. Okay. I'm going to give you 50 bucks back. There you go. Like, yeah, yeah. no, I'm with you. I, I look at the same as like, especially with friends i look at like going to dinner like you know ron and i we we don't split bills and we also don't keep track of which one's higher you just you just rotate every time and in half time we forget it's kind of fun little lottery fun little lottery and then every once in a while you get a wendy's bill and the other guy gets a steakhouse bill and you make it okay on that trip (laughs) exactly that trip was okay that's that's how you function (laughs) i think when you get to this point it's like i just don't want to ever be weird you know, or because a lot of people, too, if they feel like they are owed, they won't even tell you. Right. You know, so it's like, yeah, no, I don't like to do that. Money and friends is tricky for me. So it stays all on the books. It's like the other day uh, <clears throat> we went to eat and and uh, Braden and I go to pay and Braden goes, uh, I think it's my turn to pay. And I go, I'm taking the pizza home. <laughs> so I'll pay. <laughs> yeah, but that's coming with me. <laughs> yeah, because there's like half a pizza left. I was like, I, I'm taking the pizza home, so I'm going to pay. And then you can maybe do two in a row or something. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking gold. You're like, this is for me for later. I don't yeah, really care yeah, the yeah. order. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's that's the answer on the uh, the business thing. Okay, let's see here. Ah, four to five pound drop in weight and my strength dipped randomly with no change in my diet or training. Thoughts? Well, <laughs> this is like, I'm such a non-answer guy. My answer is like, bodies do weird things sometimes. There's a lot of variables. You know, check your water intake. Check your sodium consistency. However, like, obviously your diet and your meals. Like, you know, what weighs a lot? Water, 
food. That's going to affect your weight a lot. Right. Did you switch to a shitty bottle of drugs where you on like prescription testosterone and now you switch to a bottle of sh- cheap underground that has a fucking wizard on the label? You know, <laughs> like wrong with a good wizard. Nothing yeah. wrong with a good wizard. You know, <laughs> the old Mexican Tokyo that would have like a Rottweiler on the label and stuff. It was just fucking crazy. Oh man. Why, Anyways, why, why, what was it? The Sid group had the um, uh, the kangaroo on it because it was Australian. I'm yeah, like, yeah, the on here. Yeah. Oh, are Australian kangaroos juiced up? I don't know what's happening right they now. They got the juice up. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, uh, it, it, uh, it's, uh, I can't remember what I was talking about now. The image of kangaroos boxing just like. <laughs> I just fucking ruined your world right there. <laughs> totally ruined what I was talking about. Oh, where am I right now? I'm sorry. Where am I right now? I think I answered your question. Did I not? <laughs> yes. You, you solidly answered. And, and then we went on a tangent like we do. Nothing shocking there. They're never going to let us have a real show. Let's just, oh, this one hurts. And what a great question. Painful? Get ready. This is painful for me. I'm ready. Fuck, marry, and kill. Pendulum squat, hack squat, leg press. (laughs) By the way, I love this game. I do this all the time. Fuck, Mary, kill. That's extreme. That means one's gone forever, mister. Well, so this is me currently. This is you right now, yeah. Okay. Given the body I have now, given the lifestyle I lead. He's a BMXer. Go ahead. And all that fun stuff. I would marry the leg press. Ooh. I would fuck the hack squat. Oh, and no. I would kill. I would kill the pen. And that's that's like sacrificing one of three equally hot Playboy playmates. Yeah, you you couldn't lose, but you couldn't win either. You had to kill one of them. Yeah, that and I, I guess I'm just sort of thinking because like the leg press and the hack squat are vo- both more versatile. Yeah, it's funny because when the I was thinking squats, the, when I was squats. thinking of these two things in my head. Um, or these three things. The hack squat is my least favorite. Or I mean, I'm sorry. The leg press is my least favorite. But it's the most different. Yeah. So it stays. And then it became down to the pendulum and the hack squat. And the only reason that I lean toward the pendulum is because no one's ever using it. <laughs> it's busy, the busy gym blues. No, no one's funny. stealing that. It's funny because I had a kid ask me yesterday. He's a good built kid in the gym. He's like, can I ask you a question? I said, sure. He goes, what, what is with this machine? It's a, the pendulum. The kid's got good legs and everything. He goes, I've never used it. I'm like, no one does. It sucks. Yeah. Don't use it. You'll hate it. No, but I told him, like, you'll love it. I said, but, you know, it's bad, too. I have seven plates stacked on it. And I'm like, yeah. but don't get confused. It'll kick your ass. So maybe start with one. <laughs> like, let's ease into this. It's, you know, so, yeah. So my answer would be um, <clears throat> I would marry my pendulum because she's loyal to me. She's not using other men. Um, I would fuck my leg press, and I would have to kill the hack, which probably shocks people. But yeah. I've already killed the hack, because I broke the one in the gym. We just had to fix it. <clears throat> so. yeah. There you go. There you go. Oh, Jesus. Sorry, we're on a roll right now. Love pendulum squats, but I get lower back pain on the heavy sets. Any technique tips? Uh, I'm going to answer this quick, because it's easy. You are starting to squat up. And a pendulum is a natural arcing movement. All you need to make sure you're doing is that your hips, i.e. your upper ass, stays on that pad. 
So instead of pushing up, push your hips into the pad. It will go up. It has to. Um, you're also going to be stronger that way. Yeah. He's just so, doing something mechanically wrong with his pelvis. Well, he said it's with his heavy set, so I know what happens. Same thing that happens with everything else. Somehow people get away from their form when it gets heavy, which is funny because it's contradictory to being strong. Do you think he puts his feet too high and he's rounding his pelvis at the bottom? Is that what he's doing? Might be. So, yeah, make sure that's another factor. Is the higher your feet up, the more ham glute you are. And the more you round. As you come down, that would make sense. Yeah. Um, basically, I don't think anyone needs to be any higher their toes than two-thirds up the uh, pendulum. I, I put the ball of my foot mm-hmm. in the the top crack. Right. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Same my step. toes are on the top third, and the rest of my foot is on the middle third. Yep. No, that makes perfect you know? sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And every pendulum pretty much has that, so that does make sense. Yeah. yeah, I find it's funny because I'll see people go, yeah, but it's better for the glutes. I'm like, but there's a squat would be better than the glutes. Than this yeah, all glutes the are so easy to train. Like, oh, that's the that. thing. Like, every yeah. leg press and hack squat and everything hits your glutes, and then you get to the pendulum, and it's like, it has that. I, I try to make it feel like I'm doing a leg extension. Exactly. That's exactly. It's really it. tough. It's almost a, or, you know, if you go, if you control it and, you, and you're mentally connected, I can make my quad fire which is very similar to extension, uh, like a sissy squat. I can mm-hmm. feel it stretch and contract in that way. Um, so, yeah, but that's funny that two in a row were that. Uh, oh, that's so funny. You know your mind is fucked up when someone says favorite X and your brain goes, wait, and then it says to grow rear delts, like, oh, exercise. <laughs> favorite X. I was like, well, <laughs> what are we talking about? Yeah, um, favorite how. Favorite exercise to grow rear delts and how often? I don't think rear delts are complicated. Mm-mm. You just have to, first of all, be able to feel them, train them, load them. Um, you know, I, I I keep thinking back to when I started training. I remember everyone used to, they'd see me in a tank top. Like when I was young, like from the age of like, you know, I started training at 14. So like all the way up into my mid-20s. Yep. Everyone who saw me in a tank top would be like, you got really big rear delts. Like they were the thickest muscle on my back. Right. Right. And I remember all I learned how to do was standing bent over dumbbell laterals. laterals. But the style that I was taught was kind of like heavy, like how Mm -hmm. Dorian does them in the video where he's got a little bit of a fucking yank, but there's still a good negative, you know, and you see that, that chunky movement as Leroy says, right. You know, and his arms weren't straight out. He wasn't using like 30s. He had like 65s or something, but he was driving his elbows back. Yeah, it looks and almost like the, a a uh, um a fly like a press. Row. That almost, I do yeah, like a reverse. reverse fly press. Yeah. Yeah. But if you watch Dorian in the Blood and Guts video and he does those heavy dumbbell bent laterals, that was all I did for rear delts. And and I remember like at an early age, I had bodybuilders go, "Oh, your rear delts are like, they're, you know, they're fine. You don't have to worry about them. They're you're not going to have problems with your rear delts." You know what I mean? So. I think what it is is the same as a lot of guys is even people who ask, it's like calves. People are always like, what's the secret to calves? And I literally want to say train them. You don't fucking train them. I know you don't. Right. Because like, people will push their calves for a little while and then they'll bail on them. Train your calves consistently really hard for three years. They'll get bigger. Like I know that sounds silly, but it's it's literally so much thought goes into something. I'm like, if you want to hit your adults, you just nailed it. Do that to failure a couple sets every week yeah they'll grow yeah 
Because I don't I remember. Find, I, I don't think rear delts are hard to connect with either. I mean, you absolutely know when they fire. It's like a contraction. I remember someone asked. I can't remember who it was. If it was Dave Tate or or one of the it was one of the powerlifting legend guys, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, and and someone was like, you know, really at the end of the day, what's the key to getting a big squat? And his answer was squat fucking heavy once a week. Hmm. There's all sorts of other stuff to it. Maybe they're doing a light day, power day, speed day. But if you don't squat heavy once a week for ten, yeah. oh yeah, once once a week for ten years. That's what he said. Squat heavy once a week for ten years. <laughs> it's like, funny because it's so it's so simple, but it's so fucking accurate. That's yeah, it. yeah. You and know, that's get how in I feel about make sure most you ha- Make sure it happens. Yeah. Make sure it happens every. I had a guy week. ask that the other day. He was like, "How how do you get stronger on your deads?" Because he wanted like, a, or no, it was rows. How did you get your rows so strong? I'm like, I rode. The thing that a lot of people Always. don't have the patience for is so you know we all go through it, man. It's not nothing's linear, you know. And so they're like, well, I want to, you know, I want to get my incline dumbbell press up. And sure, they have that. It's all fun and games when you're getting, you know, the, the, the hundreds for eight. And then the next week you get a hundreds for nine. And then the next week you get the one tens for six. And it's all fun and games. But you have to be able to continue to train your ass off and stay focused and positive for the 10 weeks in a row where you are stuck at the 115s for seven. Yeah, you can't quite get that eighth fucking rep. And there's other good stuff going on in your life. Maybe your row goes up a rep or whatever, but you just can't get that fucking. And then all of a sudden, because you didn't skip and you didn't quit, you get the one fifteens for nine. Yeah, well, I think it's also it's the patience of of going because, you know, I had I had my uh, pec issue tear. I just hate using that word because I think it's torn off the muscle, but minor tear that took away all pressing. So we get in the new uh, shoulder press, uh, and I'm like, I think I'm healthy enough to do this. I went up to five plates, and it was humbling because I haven't pressed in so long. Five plates, I only got six reps, and they mm-hmm. were a hard six. And it was funny because I had a lot of people like, holy fuck, that's so strong. I didn't know how to say, like, I said that was terrible. Um, and, and I'm nervous slash curious on how long it's going to take to get that number up where it mm-hmm. should be. You know what I mean? So, But you know how it's going to get there, just how you said it. I'm going to do them again and again. The only difference is uh, I have uh, limited equipment in the gym I'm at. So I will use that piece again next week, but my low rep range will be higher. Right. And then I'll come back in two weeks down to that six to eight range. And I hope that I'll be getting eight with, you know, five plates, seven to six. But yeah, it's, it's consistency, man. It's funny. I did. A, I just literally two weeks ago, I went through an old phone because uh, I was I'm, give, I'm giving it to someone to use for a camera. And I wanted to make sure there's no videos I wanted on there. All the porn I already had. But training videos. Um, <clears throat> and I actually saw a video from 2018 where I was rowing with 315 for a set. Right. And I was like, God damn, I've got like, it was shocking to me because now like, I don't even have my straps on with 315. Like, yeah. I'm just kind of getting moving now. And I'm like, that. And it's funny because it's a long time. It's three years. But it's a short time to yeah. almost double the weight. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, damn. That's interesting. But you see, it's. I think it's funny when you get older in bodybuilding, three years is a short time. Yep. If yeah, I told you that. if I told you now, in three years, you're going to be a beast. They're like, three years? What about tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> like, how, how do I do that in three months? Okay. So uh, I'm going to take a quick break to plug my laptop in because uh, all of a sudden- I did that last I week morning. during the show. You guys just hey, didn't notice. Yeah. <laughs> I got to go find my plug-in. 
Oh, Jesus, I know where it is. What did he say? I had to go find Emily's power cord because she took mine. Boom. Oh. 1%. No, no lie. 1%. I thought you were, I, I was, as you were gone, I'm like, it's going to hang up while he's on. I hope oh, Scott's crept still Crept up here. on me. Crept up on me. Now we're good. We're powered up. Beautiful. All right. Then I'm going to get back to my question. I got distracted. I'm like a child. I have to immediately go see something else. We, we have covered that many times. How are you? You're all, like no child. one's questioning that you're a no child. No one's questioning that you're like a child, Dusty. <laughs> Just stop already. Okay. Boom, boom, boom. All right. I'm back. I'm back. Hold the tread downstairs. Hold the tread. Oh, this is a good one, and I love this kid. Um, Thoughts on not holding the treadmill or the stairs, the handles, but the legends in bodybuilding have still come in rips doing it. Um, Well, for me, I don't – treadmill, number one, I don't let people hold on to. And the reason I tell them that, it's really simple. Why do you want to do it? It makes it easier. The other thing is if I have it on an incline, holding it, you can literally take away the incline by changing yeah. what your body Hold, is. Holding the treadmill is nonsense. Uh, I could see like having your hands on the rails of the stepper the whole time, though. There's like a little bit of a safety thing there for like. If you're, you're not on, pushing off. No, on a, on a as long as you're not, I hold as long as you're not doing the, the tricep, tricep thing. Yeah. But yeah. So and as far as the here's the deal. I hate when people point out legends and the reason is they're not the same as you. So throw that out the window. I think that's a huge thing. And people always think that we're joking, but I don't even understand the logic when someone says to me, Hey, you know, why do you deadlift that way? Phil Heath never had to. I'm like, we aren't the same at all. (laughs) (laughs) like you know or in reverse they'll say to me do you think phil should have trained like you i'm like so he could have more than seven olympias so he could risk injury that he doesn't need to risk the risk to reward for him isn't there right whereas for someone like me it's a must so don't ever compare to freaks um and quite simply if you don't hold the handles of the treadmill when you walk then if you have a good coach you might find yourself doing less cardio because I adjust my cardio based on the results. So if I have to keep cranking it up because you're making it easier and I don't know, like I was taught and I'm going to bet you were too, if you're on a treadmill, because it's not the same as propelling your body walking. uh, My old coach used to make me squeeze the glute of the back leg every single step. He's like, I want you to fucking fire that glute and hamstring like you're pushing off of the treadmill as you would be if you were walking on that incline up a hill. Because it's totally different. If I put you on a 10% incline on a hill and said, walk up that fucker at 3.4 miles an hour, you'd go, oh, that's not what it feels like in a treadmill. No. You know, you're not propelling your body. You're lifting your feet. It's very different. Oh, boy. You're, you're answering this one all by yourself. Yari, I want to kill you. Uh, bananas post-workout. Do you think they're more beneficial than other fruits? I would never cross my mind. Those are the type of questions that never crossed my mind once in my lifelong quest to be a pro bodybuilder. And of all the things that you've actually put thought into, and I'm teasing, I love this guy, but the reason I point that out is because it's such a common misconception. Like, I'll get questions that are super, super deep, 
about drugs or something else. And I'm like, what did you eat last Tuesday for lunch? And they're like, I don't know. I'm like, I can tell you what I had 10 years ago for lunch on Tuesday. Because it was the same thing I had on fucking Wednesday. So here's a here's a here's a here's a an interesting addition to that question. Yes. Um, the really question was post workout. Also an interesting factor. I didn't even catch because I didn't care. Yes. Right. And that's why my answer was I wouldn't care. Um, pre workout. If you were going to say pick a piece of fruit to have pre workout, I would actually choose banana because it's high in potassium. Right. And that goes really well with the gram of sodium I'm going to consume with that meal. And it'll give me a good sodium potassium pump. You know, what's funny is I'm even more simple than that. Because if I was going to say banana, I'd be like, that's a little heavier when I eat it. So maybe I'll be, won't be hungry during the workout. That's why I use oatmeal before I train uh, when I'm in prep. Because oatmeal, I can make a small, when Chris brings it down like 50 carbs, I always just choose oatmeal because I can make it a bowl of oatmeal. Yeah, it still sits in you for a little and while. And I want some volume. I just want my stomach to feel yeah. full. Yeah, Nothing yeah. magic about oatmeal. In fact, I don't even like it. Uh, it's just the most filling option I have. So, yeah. But, yeah, you, you nailed it. I, it's funny. I get that all the time because post-workout, I'll, take, I'll tell guys, take 100 grams of carbs. So I go, what? I'm like, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Eat 100 grams of carbs. I, I, they'll laugh because, remember, you probably didn't watch, but back in the day, I used to drink strawberry soda after I trained. Uh and people were like, why, why strawberry soda? And the truth of the matter was Chris told me to have 75 grams of carbs. And I found there was a bottle that Fanta made that was 76 in the bottle. Oh, right, right. And I liked the taste. So people are like, reminds strawberry me. soda? I'm like, it tastes awesome. That reminds me of Nasser's, <laughs> Nasser's old video, Nasser on the Sunkissed. Diet sunkissed. He's, he's driving out. He reaches out the arm of the SUV as he leaves the gym. He's like, diet sunkissed. Drink it's the, the secret. secret. <laughs> it's terrible that I remember that too. Don't tell him it's the secret. <laughs> and he has that. He's post workout and eats that giant container of papaya. Yeah. And he's like, I just like papaya, so I have it post workout. And then I remember one time I was like, Oh, fucking awesome! So I went and bought papaya. And I was like, I don't really like papaya that much. It's not my favorite fruit. <laughs> follow you on this. I can't eat a pound. Of, I can eat a pound of strawberries. I can't eat a pound of papaya all at once. That's a lot. <laughs> but that's a perfect example, like you said. And he said it right in there. It's because I like it. I, I think like that's it. the key. I tell that with my clients on there. When I say potato, they're like, which one? I'm like, which one do you like? Okay, yeah. eat that one consistently, but don't bounce po- all over the fucking po- place. Potato. Yeah, get that one. I like the gold ones. Why? They're cool. <laughs> okay, let's see here. What time is it anyway? So we got a couple more minutes. I don't actually know when we started because we fucked off for so long. Oh, okay, cool. I have to do this one without you. Uh, guys asking about uh, Humuslin, which is a product that we have uh, – with Condemn Labs, says, talk about it and tell how it works. So basically, as you know, I've never been into these types of products that you take for carbohydrates. Um, glucose disposal agents and stuff like that. Yeah, I've just GDAs. never bought Yeah, I've never bought into them because I didn't see them as important, kind of back on the same line of what we were just I, talking about. I will say that I always put cinnamon in my oatmeal from day one because I remember an old school bodybuilder said to me when I was really young, he's like, oatmeal is good for... Um, making your body use insulin properly. This was back in like 92 or something. Right. And so this like shows like some of the old guys were smart. Right. Like, had put, time. Always put oatmeal, always put cinnamon on your oatmeal. It's good. You know, it handle your blood sugar better. Right. Remember, that's all he had to say. And I was like, oh, okay. So for like was 30 years, it. I put cinnamon on my oatmeal. <laughs> so, so yes, it's a GDA. Um, and I just, the reason I would tell people is it wasn't important in the grand scheme of all the things you could do. 
But what Michael, the owner of uh, Condemned, did that made his different, where I went down and I told him, he was like, this is one of our best products. I'm like, eh, eh, I don't need it. And I'm like, it's not that important. Well, then I start looking at theirs. They have the enzymes in there. Also, then, of course, I got to do a little reading. They're actually controlling the how essentially the insulin is released into your system over time, which made it even more valuable. So now I actually use it. Every single carb meal I have over 50 grams, I use it. Uh, because at the end of the day, one thing that's changed in my career as far as a coach is I'm obsessed with digestion. Now yeah. it's like, okay, swallowing, it's not the end. How do we make sure it's getting used? And I do play more and more with blood sugar levels now. It's something I like to just look with clients and see. So definitely helpful. But the big kick on on that one specifically for me is the digestive aids. And I can tell a difference. So what I suggest with people, don't take my word for it. Same thing I say with drugs. Try it, run it through, and just pay attention to how your stomach feels and looks if you're doing it consistently. I, I think you'll be surprised and like it. So good option. What's uh, Here's a question for you. <clears throat> what do you think is the number one reason for, I especially female competitors, female mm-hmm. clients especially, always hitting up with, I, I feel bloated. I feel bloated. I feel like I'm not digesting properly. And it's definitely way more common with the women. What do you think are the top factors? Uh, I mean, the first thing that I look at now, well, number one, I start with water. I'm making sure their water intake's what's supposed to be. Uh, but I'm actually huge now. It's something I do in the beginning with clients now is uh, I do a lot of food allergy tests because um, I have found on accident that a lot of my clients are allergic to things I feed everyone. Egg whites, oatmeals, like mild allergies, stuff like that. Um, But as far as across the board, I don't get a ton of that because I already have greens in their diets, already have enzymes in their diets. So if they're doing their things right, I don't have a big miss. What, What are you running into consistently? Oh, no, it's just a very common thing with with women generally. Like, how often do you hear a guy say, you know, my stomach is uh, it just seems like female clients and and not even clients. You're you're talking more about also not just digestion, but taking a shit. (laughs) Yeah, all that stuff. All that. So so a lot of that. Yeah, just general gut problems is just so much more of an epidemic with with females who who are trying to change their physiques. It's just not, you know, Hydration yeah. is the biggest yeah. factor for sure. And that's why a lot of people, I'm sure a lot of you guys listening to this have noticed you have trouble the last week of prep because I find people pull their water too soon. You know, they're also not, I mean, I can go into a long list of why that's stupid, but hydration is an enormous factor with that. Also choosing the correct greens for your body is very, very key. I think it's funny that people blindly eat greens. And don't yeah, pay so attention to how they feel. That's another like, thing. Like, I've 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 had I've had people say, and this isn't just women. This is everyone, but it happens with women. They'll be like, "Oh, I have this so much gas and so much problems." I'm like, "Well, what what are your vegetables?" And they're like, "Well, broccoli, broccoli. and Brussels sprouts." And I'm like, "God, <laughs> like, you people have to stop eating this fucking stuff. It's terrible." Like, yep. and and another thing too that is more common tends to be more common with women too is their belief that vegetables are super healthy, so we should eat a lot of them. Right. Which is a lot more common with women. I run into that a lot more. Like, oh, I eat as many vegetables as I can. I'm like, 
Okay, well, that's not always a good thing because if you're eating the wrong veggies, you're just causing all this tons of distress. Oh, like, yeah. You know what I mean? And so there's there's just all these sort of factors, but a lot of it leads to like overconsumption of things that they think are good for them and choosing the wrong veggies and all these sorts of things. You know what I mean? And it's funny, like, like Emily loves, she loves sushi with extra ginger. Right. So she loves extra ginger. But, like, she'll order an extra side cup of it, right? Right. But then, like, she's like, man, every time we go for sushi, I have, like, really, like, like some stomach problems. And so I start reading, and I'm like, oh, ginger is, like, hugely irritated. Like, it's not the sushi. <laughs> it's so obvious what the issue is, yeah. I just, I just don't eat ginger, so I never looked it up. Yeah. So yeah, I went and looked I it up, it and, and they're, like, they're like, oh, it's, you know, this and this. It's really good for this, really good for this. But if you eat a lot of it, it can do this and this and this. <laughs> like, I'm always like, stunned, though, that people can't work backwards because uh, – so we were out of town, and uh, Nikki's like, oh, I'm going to get Brussels sprouts. I was like, cool, I love them. She's like, cool. She's like, you're not eating them. I'm like, oh, I can't eat them. They taste amazing, but I will rip ass for the next hour and a half if I eat these things. Like – I knew that of meatless. When I used to be in prep, I would buy them sometimes, knowing full well, like, these will make me feel blah, but I need something that tastes really good, and it doesn't hurt me, but I'll definitely be gassy for an hour. So I'm like, <laughs> I'll be by myself for the next hour or two. It'll be fine. The dogs are like, fuck, fuck. He got the Brussels sprouts again. But people don't, like you said, though, they don't notice that. Like, yeah, just barely, Courtney, my barber, she literally, this weekend, she goes, decided to try broccoli. Won't do that again. I'm like, Finally, someone yeah. with a brain that realized they changed one thing and it went sideways. So she's like, broccoli, this sucks. You know? yeah. Plus, I've never had somebody say to me, Dusty, you smell like green beans. But I've no. definitely smelled some people smelling like broccoli. And I'm like, bro, you stink like shit. I've had a lot. Of, you know what? So <laughs> someone, someone asked me a good question. They said, what do you know about your body now that you didn't know when you were competing? And... It really only happened like the last couple of preps, but as long as I just prep on white rice and green beans, I have no gas. Me too. Like Those next to no I gas. Eat. I can eat oatmeal, white rice, green beans, no gas. Like I am talking about where there's whole days where I'm not sure if I farted. Oh yeah. No, I'm the same. But potatoes, yams, other veggies, you know, throw in some rice cakes, change up the carbs, things start happening. I think and you got to pay attention to that too, though. It's, it's you know, Jordan pushes that all the time on his Q&As. People go, what do you think about DECA? And he's like, why does it fucking matter what I think? Uh, <laughs> and people don't understand that he's not being a dick. He's being literal because that's how I feel about food. Like, I can't have yams or sweet potatoes. They bloat me. I mean, my stomach gets distended visually. Yeah. It's not a scientific fact of yams and sweet potato. It's just me. But a white potato, totally fine. Right. Pay attention to what you eat and what happens, especially when you're switching things. Like That's a one thing I hate as a coach. I'll tell people at the end, please don't change anything that I can't mm -hmm. see. Don't suddenly decide you want green peppers in your meals. We got like two weeks. Just eat the yeah, same yeah. shit. We're almost there. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> when you change factors, you fuck things up. Like, same thing like about the Splenda question. People are like, aren't you worried about getting lean? I'm like, no, I've been having this amount the whole time. But if I was eating two Splenda a day and then all of a sudden I went to 12, there might be a change that's visually seen. And Chris goes, what, what's happening? Did you change anything? Nope, nothing. Yeah. Yeah, you did. 
<laughs> yeah. You know, you, you're all of a sudden bringing in all these artificial sweeteners you weren't doing before. Uh, ba, 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 ba. Oh, this is good. This is easy. Um, does bro split wisely built make sense for a natty guy? I feel like push pull legs is too high of a frequency for me. Yeah, totally. It can make sense for him for sure. I mean, it's, it's, there's so much fashion in this dusty. I've been around long enough to see these things come around like fashion. It's so true. <laughs> well, it's like the third time I've seen that. I've seen keto twice, maybe three times. I've seen it come around. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, um, so everyone's like all oh, the bro split, then the three, the push pull and stuff like this is all stuff that's coming around again. Um, and it's a general shift of who's currently really good and who's currently giving out good information and those people, their, their advices. It's just like how I mentioned, uh, you know, everyone was training like Dorian when he was the champ. And then when Ronnie was the champ, everyone wanted to do parking lot lunges. Right. <laughs> you know, uh, there's so much of this comes around at the, at the end of the day, what do they have in common? They both trained real fucking hard, super consistently had good mental attitudes, felt acted and carried themselves like champions right right so um so i mean yeah the bro split can work but it only works if you make it work yeah i think that's you you nailed so much of it right there that i think is accurate is things just swing back through like I, i hate the term bro split because it's it's just good bodybuilding yeah, it's just it's just like how many days do you need to recover? That's it. Split your body up. Okay, let's yeah. go. I mean, I, I am more currently, which I don't I have no idea what Jordan's gonna have me do, but I've been more on a bro split for the last couple of years because I was specifically trying to bring up certain body parts. And mm-hmm. so I would neglect other things on purpose to put the focus into them. You couldn't do that on a push pull leg. Um now that I want and a huge amount of size, I'm sure I'm going to be right back on a progressive overload plan because I told him straight up, I don't care where it lands. I just want to get fucking big. This isn't bodybuilding anymore. Like mm-hmm. I'm doing something different. I just want to get as big as I possibly can. Let's do that. Um, so yeah, you got to find what works for you. And then I don't even think it's the frequency. When someone says the push pull leg frequency is too high, my immediate kickback to that would be, I bet you your volume of those workouts is too high. Yeah. Yeah, you know, there's there's a there's because there's a happy medium and it's a way to place. get to the same spot. The point is not even that he's wrong, but if you're following a bro split volume, but now you're hitting it more often by doing push pull legs, it's too much, you know. Yeah. And, and I tell my client, it's funny, but I send out a routine which you and I have talked about this before. About I have about four routines that are stock that I start with on all my clients. And I'm always really upfront about that because I that seems cut and paste. It is you're 195 pounds. You don't need anything special yet. I'll figure out what that is in six months. But and I'll tell him right in the beginning, I'm feeling this out. This volume might be too high for you. It might be perfect. You're, we're going to find out because when I send, that's a pretty common one for like, you know, intermediate bodybuilders I send out. I'm like, that would destroy me. The way I train, fuck, I'd tap out so fast. <laughs> like right. the volume right. just way too high. So you know, it's definitely not the push pull leg. It's the issue, but you know, it is it is frequency. Oh, this is a good one. It's important to know, and I don't know the answer to this. What's your go to drink at a bar? Oh well, I mean, ninety nine percent of the time it's just Diet Coke. 
I mean, I never order booze. No, but if but you had booze. If I had to, I would order a vodka diet. There we go. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Or, or I would have a shot of Jack with someone and then just drink my Diet Coke. <laughs> <laughs> just the quick. I like that. Uh, I, I am a Mexican mule if I'm doing a drink drink. Obviously, everybody knows I okay. drink wine. But uh, and all that is is a Moscow mule, but instead it's got tequila. Because I like tequila and I hate vodka. Ah, there Not you go. a good thing. I, I literally just heard when I said that out loud, I heard Alan on um, on The Hangover. Do you remember that? When he's like, how do you even know that tigers like pepper? They love pepper. They hate cinnamon. Yes. <laughs> Why do you know that? <laughs> they love pepper. They hate cinnamon. <laughs> I always thought that was the greatest. Like, that to me was one of the funniest parts of that entire movie, the way he said it, like, so absolute. Like, they love pepper. They hate cinnamon. <laughs> they tell you that? <laughs> yes. Okay, good. That was good shit. You um, got one more? I have so many. Uh, but, I know. But, oh, here's a good one. We're going to give you one that I would like your answer on anyways, and then we'll call it a day. Uh, do you use car backloading on your clients, on yourself and or your clients? No. Me neither. No. <laughs> I love that that's my full answer. No. No. Sorry. <laughs> I think with those questions, you guys, what you're getting back to is complicating something that doesn't have to be. Yeah, I had a client the other day ask me, um, no, this client has three different amounts of carbs. Mm-hmm. They have, uh, I can't remember what they are, but let's just say it's like 200 on days off, 300 on training days, and 500 on leg day, which right. is yeah, yeah. once a week or something like that. I've got, I've got them set up on three different days of carbs. Mm-hmm. And they said to me, hey, um, you know, everything's going really well and I'm getting leaner, but I would really like to start carb staggering. You are. And I was like, oh, well, you are. And they went, oh, well, well, no, because there's there's two days a week I'm on lower carbs. And then there's four days a week I'm on medium carbs. Medium. Yeah, the and then there is one day a week I'm on high carbs. And I go, yeah. And they're like, well, yeah, but carb staggering is supposed to be low, medium, high, low, medium, high, low, medium, high, low, medium, high. No. And I was like, no, like, where do you people get this? I'm, like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't mean to laugh, but it is funny because I was literally, when you said that, he wants to carb stack, I'm like, so you're doing that. Good job. Yeah, it's not uncommon. That's not like it's one person I've had that conversation with. Some mm. people think carb staggering is like a certain thing that is done a certain way. It's like, no, it's just a, in, a, it's just a, a, a varying amount of carbohydrate intake. It could be done a million different ways. And then I've, I had a client one time that was like, they were the type of person that gets in shape. Like they can have a, a cheat Whatever meal every do. week. Yeah, yeah. You know, they can, they can, Sunday can be like a high day. They can go out for dinner with the wife, the whole prep, their glutes are shredded. You know, they're just one of those people. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and he was like, oh, you know, I think I should, you think I'm going to need to like do some carb staggering. And I'm like, well, you're on like, you know, X grams of carbs. And then on Sunday you have like a thousand grams of carbs. Yeah. And he's like, oh yeah, but I thought carb staggering was like, and I'm like, you're already carb staggering. <laughs> like it's it just funny. It's just it's, 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 the amount of like rigidness that some people think they have to, there's a certain perfect way to do things. Well, you also have to like, so it's funny. I, I just saw this on Lane Norton's page yesterday, so I'm actually going to read it, but it's very funny. Um, you're talking about why diets work. 
And right. know, everyone's got a magic diet on how they work. And is this, this the, is the one where it thing. listed, listed yeah, all the keto different diets? reduces your calories by removing an entire macronutrient. Paleo reduces your calories by causing you to focus on nutrient-rich, satisfying foods. Intermittent fasting reduces your calories by giving you less time to eat. Zone reduces your calories by filling up with vegetables and low-carb fruits. The point is all these diets work because they lowered your calories. But none of them are actually boosting your metabolism. You're just eating less. Yeah. And and th that's the same thing as this where everyone's like, no, 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 the best diet is this. I'm like, it's the same. Yeah. You lowered your calories. That's why you changed it. I'm not saying a calorie is a calorie. Don't get me wrong. But to a point, when it comes to gaining and or losing just the word weight, right, it is. So it's right. just funny because I, I love when he breaks. He's one of my favorites. He's such a dick because he's so accurate and smart. And it's, but the funniest part is it's actually also simple. Like everyone wants to argue it, but it's like, no, it's literally this easy. You lowered your calories. Yeah. Or on your carb cycling. No, but you have three different carb numbers in a week. You are carb cycling. Forget everything else. Oversimplify. You, I think that that's you, the magic of bodybuilding is if you oversimplify. You generally lowered your calories over time. Yep. That's the, that's the, it's as complex as it gets. But I think because of this and everyone's need to create a, um, brand, a gimmick. Oh, yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. Nobody wants to. And that's, it's funny because people will ask me, they're like, how do you, uh, you know, what would you say you do? I say I provide results. How? Right. I don't, don't know. Help people avoid mistakes. <laughs> yeah. Help I'm going to get you to your results and I can't tell you today how that's going to happen. Yeah. But I'm gonna get you there. Yeah. You know, I have no idea what thing is going to work for you, even if I've worked for you in the past. I mean, you know this. We've said this a million times. There was one, the second year I worked with Chris, I actually laughed because I realized and I actually asked him, I said, uh, you don't keep track of what I did before, huh? He goes, oh, no, when you're done, I throw away the paperwork. Yeah. I go, yeah. OK, cool. Because my diets weren't even the same. Like You look like you would think I had a different coach. Yeah. Like it was that different, you know? And it's the same reason because he'll ask, and I know my clients get annoyed by this sometimes in a flash of a text or something. I'll be like, what do you want right now? And they're like, you don't know? I'm like, no. I mean, it's written down, but I'm driving in my car. Yeah, same I, could Chris, search. I could you know. search through the chat and find it, but yeah. So it's funny because that's how Chris is. You know, I've had preps. When I did the USA's the first year, I was eating 10 slices of bread a day. You know, you know what else? You know what else Chris <clears throat> said to me? I remember you telling me about that. Yeah. You remember what Chris said to me one time? I go, uh, I go, um, hey, do you do you sometimes just ask people what they're doing to keep them honest? And he <laughs> and he goes, he goes, he goes, you know what? He goes, there's there's lots of times I ask people, what are you doing? And I kind of know what they're doing, but I'm trying to confirm and they tell me what they're doing. I'm like, that's not what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah, there's no way I wrote that. I would and then he'll go back and look. And it's like right. they're trying to pull a fast one. They're like, no, no, I had carbs in meal four. And then he goes back and looks. He's like, no, you didn't. <laughs> it's funny because I'm wired so different. Like I would never even think of that. And right. I've learned some things, you know, back to the the simplicity of it. And I'm sure Chris has told you this, but he has a theory with some people, not everybody, that when their carbs get lower, he thinks that their body might get into super protein protein synthesis because randomly they'll start to improve and get bigger. Yeah. And well, I, I I'm that way. Jose's that. that way. Where I'll start gaining weight. And, he, and I'm on 50 grams of carbs for weeks. I day. think there's some weird, there's a weird zone 
where your insulin sensitivity is so good mm-hmm. and you're still eating enough that you can be anabolic. Does that make sense? Yeah, well, and then you have anabolics, so yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, like the drugs are sort of suspending your your muscle building ability even though you're on less calories and deficit or whatever. Right. But there's like a weird zone that I feel like everyone's everyone who's done enough shows at a high enough level has sort of been through that like, you know, your hack squats going up and right. you're dieting and you're like yeah, feeling I'm really every strong during like prep. you're, you know, laying back with dumbbells and you're like, "Okay, this is a good day." You know, like that weird stuff. And like, we all go through that, but it's, or hopefully you go through it at least once so you can see what it's like. It's yeah, pretty crazy. You'll love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty crazy. You just like, you wonder why can't life just go on like this? You know, I know what you mean. I know. Yeah. It's classic. So what do you think, Dusty? That's uh, I think we did okay today. I think we did. I think, I think we're going to keep at least five listeners for sure. I didn't put up a question thing because, um, we always do that. Right. And I thought, yeah. you know, Dusty, I saw you put one up. I'm like, I'm just going to leave his. Yeah, we'll see. So maybe plenty. next week I'll do one. So. <laughs> yeah, there, w- there was a, a ton. And now what I'm doing, I think I told you, is I answer all of these still. Or shouldn't say all. That's Fine. a lie. I try to answer 50 is my like number in my head because it, it's it's humbling and, and nice that I literally will get hundreds. I just can't. Um, but it is good to see. And I do – typically I'll answer some I've answered regularly again and again and again because I realize that not all of my followers have been here the whole time. So it's it's new to them. So, but yeah, solid uh, episode night, and I am gonna uh, try to get us. Uh, I'd like to be maybe like every third episode have a have a guest. Yeah, yeah. Well, we've you know. talked about a couple that we're gonna bring on. So let's line that up for, you know, I guess two episodes from now. Yep. You just uh, go ahead and get a hold of your porn friends, and let's get this going. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's rock and roll. Okay. Is that what you really want, Dusty? You want a porn friend? They do. They've You're the been one asking. that lives in the States. They've been asking. They're okay. your friends. <laughs> Associates. Associates, I'm sorry. <laughs> Classic. Okay. Thanks. Uh, remember, like, share, subscribe, uh, comment, ring the bell. Think Big Bodybuilding for the audio feed. So remember to tell everyone if they can't find the show. That's it, Dusty. Another episode, number 87 in the books. Time to eat. Okay, same here. Remember, everybody, it's just bodybuilding.